Love is universal in its language, but did you know that we have our own dialect? There are various ways to express and receive love. Discovering your primary love language is like finding the key to your heart. Hey, I'm Lara, an artist, educator and entrepreneur who's danced through life in Australia, London and California. Now I'm an Aussie in Atlanta, Georgia, USA. Juggling roles as an artist, ex-dancer, current actor, author, professional educator and qualified life coach, I'm also a wife and mother of two. Join me on this podcast crafted for creative souls at every level, entrepreneurs, artists, dreamers and hope-filled humans alike. I'm here to guide you towards a life of love, purpose, adventure, and boundless creativity. As a healthy, wealthy, and wise creative soul, I invite you to hit subscribe for weekly inspiration. Anticipate solo episodes, exclusive interviews with creative luminaries, and insightful discussions with my hottie hubby, Andrew, a specialist performance physical therapist, as we delve into the dynamics of relationships and more. Dive into a 360-degree view of making a creative life you'll love. Welcome to another episode of Healthy, Wealthy, Wise Artist. In this episode, we're delving into the intricacies of love languages, exploring the concept and how understanding them can enhance your relationships. I'm Laura, joined by my husband, Andrew, and we're about to adventure on a fascinating journey into the heart of love languages. Hey, hey, that's right. Now, to start with, let's dive into some fun, practical examples. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yes, all about love languages. So we're going to play a game with you called Would You Rather, which is really huge with our kids. They absolutely mm-hmm. love it. And it's all about exploring how love languages manifest in our your everyday life. So fun, but sort of revealing at the same time. Yes. So here's how it works. We'll present two options and you choose which one resonates more with your love language. Okay, so here's the first one. Would you rather receive a loving note or text from your partner for no special reason or would you prefer a warm hug from them? For me, I know that I would rather... (laughs) It's very revealing. I would rather a loving note or text for no reason from you. What about you? Mm, hug. hug <laughs> Are you serious? Huggity, huggity, I, would have, I didn't know oh, that. Yeah. Isn't this great? That's great. Who are <laughs> T- you? Together 20 years and like, what? <laughs> okay. All right. Option two. Would you rather have your partner put their arms around you in public or would you prefer them to buy you a thoughtful gift? It's definitely, for me, arms around me in public because... Gifts are very low on my love language. They're the last one. I don't know why. I'm weird. They're just at the bottom of my love languages. Not weird. Just, uh, just different. <laughs> what about you? A hug or a... Both are good. And it's not just gifts, but I think it just hits me harder. Gifts. gifts are, so you would rather a gift me. than a hug from me? Oh, you, no, no, no. There's no right or wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Option three. Do you prefer frequent kisses from me? But this is for all of you guys listening. So do you prefer frequent kisses from your partner or would you in a hypothetical context? Or do you value when they show interest in things you care about? So kisses or showing interest in what you care about. And I think for me, it will be interest in what I care about. Mm. (laughs) What about you? 
both are good. Both are good. I could do 50-50. <laughs> I don't think you can go wrong with I'm that. close to 50-50, but it is really powerful when you show interest in the things I care about. There's mm-hmm. this deeper resonation. It's fascinating to see how our love languages influence our preferences and perceptions in relationships. So love languages, which I'm going to share more about where they come from in just a mo, but they're a little like peanut butter and jelly in life. They just belong together. (laughs) For the Australians, that's peanut butter and jam. Whether you're flying solo, navigating the dating scene, or celebrating years of partnership, there's always room to level up your love game. So in this episode, we're diving deep into the tools and resources that serve as your trusty sidekick on the adventure to deeper connections and even sweeter love stories. The five love languages, it's fairly simple, but it's so powerful. Love languages, as coined by Dr. Gary Chapman, are the different ways people give and receive love. If you've ventured into the realm of enhancing your relationship, or you want to one day, you've likely come across this concept. According to Dr. Chapman, there are five primary love languages. Words of affirmation, but P.S., that's like my top one, babe. (laughs) Acts of service, uh, my second one. <laughs> Receiving gifts, my bottom one. Quality time and physical touch. They're somewhere in the middle for me. <laughs> now, each language represents a distinct avenue through which individuals express and receive love. If you're like me, there's a lot and I want to hear it again. So let's break down each love language and explore what it means. Words of affirmation encompass uplifting words and verbal acknowledgements of love and appreciation. So if this is you, if you're fluent in this language, simple yet heartfelt compliments and expressions of gratitude can speak volumes. Incidentally, not just in a romantic relationship, but in a friendship with work colleagues and all of the above. An example of this was today, I was unpacking, I had a big day, I was exhausted and I was just quickly talking to Andrew on his drive home and he's just stopped me and complimented me and said some really nice things. And because I was thinking about this episode, I said, babe, you just hit me right where I needed it in my words of affirmation, which is my top one. Awesome, I did good. You did. Because I knew that that was your top love language. I don't know if you did at the time. It just flowed, but it it shows you you how we know each other. Acts of service resonate deeply with those who value deeds over words. Offering a helping hand with chores, running errands, or providing assistance in any form can profoundly communicate love and support. This reminds me a lot of your dad would do things for you. Oh, my dad, yeah. Work on your car. And we could see it was his love for you. It was powerful. That was my dad's, definitely my dad's main love language. And incidentally, it's become my second. So (laughs) you go figure that one out. The next one (laughs) is my bottom one, but that doesn't mean it's yours because receiving gifts is more about the sentiment behind the gesture than the material value. Thoughtfully chosen gifts or symbolic tokens of affection convey love thoughtfulness and reinforce your emotional bond this is my husband's top one and that surprised me because for years i didn't know that and <laughs> so embarrassing that's <laughs> all right but i didn't notice it too i'm almost like realizing wow that does mean a lot to me for me it's like the time taken to choose it uh, the money spent and the the effort but mm-hmm. it just hits something really deep in me and that just really yeah shows love and Amazing. your sister and your family mm-hmm. she is definitely a gifts person too mm-hmm. 
Quality time revolves around undivided attention and presence, creating moments of connection devoid of distractions. So yes, phones down, eyes on eyes, <laughs> actively listening. That's hard. When I was, we were first together, I actually learned how to actively listen and repeat or, you know, bring the active listening in and it was really powerful how it connected mm, us more and engaging in meaningful activities together nurture feelings of importance and closeness and the last one is physical touch which serves as a powerful expression of love for individuals who thrive on intimacy and closeness from tender embraces to gentle gestures of affection hand-holding physical connection it strengthens your bond and when i was first with andrew dating 20 years ago this was my top because they can change they are fluid they're not fixed forever and this definitely when i did the test was my top i just mm. needed a lot of hugs back then i don't know why <laughs> you tell me <laughs> And on this point, a lot of guys go, it's definitely physical touch. And they're like, because oh, I want sex a lot. Or maybe mm -hmm. the girls <laughs> don't mm -hmm. want to be <laughs> sexist here. But um, it's not that. It's not what that, this is about. It's not just talking about sexual intimacy. It's just talking about generally, you know, if you sat somewhere together, you like, you know, I love it when Andrew puts his arm around me when we're mm -hmm. out in a public place. I love to hold his hand when we're at a connect group or something together. I really enjoy those signs of physical touch. Understanding your partner's love language is paramount to fostering this strong and healthy relationship that you truly seek. It's about speaking their emotional dialect, which requires curiosity, it requires empathy, it requires reflection and leaning in, and by seeking to comprehend their love language you can better meet their needs and that will strengthen your connection now let's explore the five love languages and creative ways to express them to your partner whether it's showering them with words of affirmation through a call or a text or offering an act of service which might be when they're home from work, you do the dishes, even though you've already done three other jobs, <laughs> giving thoughtful gifts. It can be a tiny little token, a card with just their favorite chocolate bar, spending quality time together where you're not distracted on your phones or engaging in physical touch, which could be just sitting next to each other and holding hands while you watch a movie. These gestures nurture your emotional bond and deepen your connection. Mm. Our love languages aren't static. They can evolve over time. It's essential to remain flexible and adaptable in our approach, especially as life experiences and personal growth shape our emotional needs. That's true. And like I said before, mine has changed. It was definitely higher up was physical touch when I first met you. Lots of like, hold me, cuddle me, <laughs> hold my hand. And then slowly over time, I became more and more about, I think it was always words though for me. I was always words mm -hmm. of affirmation, yep. but That's acts of service right. went higher up my list. Mm -hmm. And part of that, I think, is being a mother, having children, your needs change, there's more mm -hmm. happening in the home. So I'm definitely more keen on that. So how can we improve our relationships using the love languages framework? First, first step, I'm always about steps. We need to learn what our love language is. It's like unlocking the secrets to your own heart and empowering others to love you better by knowing yourself better. And of course, then, you also need... <laughs> then we must exchange results with each other. That's right. <laughs> two-way street and understanding each other's love languages is key to fostering mutual understanding and connection. 
Finally, we strengthen our relationship by committing to speak each other's love language daily. And I could say as much as possible, but really in a relationship that is committed and long term, the more you're speaking it, the more it's going to benefit you because it's about building a fortress, which is a beautiful picture of intimacy, like brick by brick, you are building this strong love fortress. (laughs) Isn't that gorgeous? Nurturing your connection with dedication and with empathy because it's intentional and it's about being curious and it's about understanding and loving that person that you're with in the way that they need to be loved. And this is awesome. My focus is that I just, like a little hint from me in relationships is that I just focus on thinking about Lara's love language. Because for me, I just tend to get in my own head and think about what she needs, but I do think from my context. So when I flip it and just think, oh, she likes this and this. And I've either learned that over time or we've exchanged results. So this is why we say exchange results, but I don't know, sometimes you learn it over time. Yeah. Because of what works, you know. And mama used to tell me, you teach people how to treat you. And I think it's really important that you don't expect them to know your love language, that you actually teach them what it is for you that makes you feel loved. So we're going to give you three tips to improve your relationships, whether it be a romantic relationship Or you might be able to put this in the context of the children that you have. It could be colleagues at work or friendships because the love languages really do work for all of your relationships. But today we're obviously putting it in our context because we're sat here together. (laughs) (laughs) So number one is to learn your own love language, as I mentioned. I just redid the test because I was doing this episode. And in all honesty, I completely didn't know that words of affirmation had moved to the top of my list. And I went, oh, it was like this beautiful, big aha moment. Once you uncover your primary love language, it's like discovering the hidden code to your soul. Just like I said earlier, when Andrew today spoke to me on the phone and my heart leapt, I was like, oh, there's a hidden code in my soul. Not only will you gain valuable insights into yourself, but you'll also empower others to shower you with love in the most meaningful ways possible. It feels like you're giving yourself permission to be you. Yeah. This is deeper, like pat on the back and sort of soul hug to say, you're okay just how you are. And this is, this is how you're wired, you know? Mm. So number two, exchange results. In the love language dance, it takes two to tango. Once you've cracked the code of your own love language, don't keep it to yourself. You gotta spread the love, man. <laughs> you gotta grab your loved one and say, "Hey, I realized this thing," and they love you, so they're gonna they're gonna love it. They're gonna hear it and wanna wanna hear you. You know, so share your discoveries with the nearest and dearest you have, and don't forget to ask them for their own love language insights. Together, you create a beautiful tapestry, loving each other with every new move. So we've just gone through the first two, learning your love language and then exchanging results. And number three is to strengthen your relationship. If you want to bridge the gap and bring your hearts closer together, it's all about the language of love. By making a daily commitment to speak each other's love language, you're laying down the bricks of connection and building that fortress of intimacy 
brick by brick. So let's keep the love conversation flowing and watch your bond grow stronger by the day. Okay, so an example on just something practical to do. So if you're having a heart-to-heart with your loved one, uh, they're having a bit of a soul-pouring-out moment, um, it's a good thing to ask yourself, what do they need right now in this moment? So more than what you're doing in the conversation to support them or listen, so what do they need right now? Because that can cut so much deeper. So you might just stop and think, they really just need words of affirmation. They might need a big hug. Just think and reflect on what you know about them. That's such a good thing because I know as a words of affirmation person that if I repeat the same emotional stressful point over and over again it's because I want Andrew reflectively to say back to me that he's heard me and he can do that simply by mm, and repeat back a part of what I said and and that means he's heard me and it's like I can release that Um, and you know apply that to whatever love language it is for you but as you're tuning into each other and you start to flick into thinking about these languages you will find opportunities to move towards those around you in a way that they're going to really appreciate Mm. as a love language Mm -hmm. now we can't leave you high and dry in the show notes for this episode you can go to larabiancapilcha.com blog In there is a link to do the Love Languages test at the Love Languages website. And you can find other things that I've put in there to help you unpack what your love language is. And thank you so much for tuning in today, friends. Just a reminder that you can go to larabiancapilcha.com to find my blog, to find this podcast and to find coaching by me in whatever you need to help you build a life of love, purpose, adventure and boundless creativity. And we're with you on the journey, friends. With you on the journey, friend. I love it when he says that. Phew, today's masterclass is done. I love reaching back and saying I've done this and helping you learn the easy way. If you want more, head to larabiancapilcher.com for show notes, links, freebies, my blog, coaching and courses. And you can also head to my socials, larabiancapilcher on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on Twitter and Pinterest. Thanks again for listening. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean the world to me. And of course, keep on living the healthy, wealthy, wise artist living towards your dream life. Bye, friends. P.S. Shout out to my hottie hubby, Andrew Pilcher, who does all the editing on this podcast.